This podcast is brought to you by Pastor Shelley Swan and Faith Christian Family Church of Lubbock, Texas. For more information, please visit faithchurchlubbock.com. Good evening. I was running down the hall, switching microphones. So glad that you guys came out. How many of you were here last Wednesday? So you guys have the base knowledge. If you were not here last week, you have a couple of options because um, I gave kind of the whole introductory thing about why we study personality styles, what the Bible has to say about it. You're going to get the really quick condensed version before we get into the actual um, topic for tonight, but you missed taking the test. We had a very basic test that we took last week. I have copies, but if you take it home, you can very easily skew the test by taking too long to take it, okay? And so if you're going to take it, I have some extra ones that you can pick up after the service, but you're only supposed to take seven to ten minutes to take it. So if you're going to pick one up, raise your right hand. Raise your right hand. Say, I will not take longer, and I will not overthink it. All right? Because, again, it's not going to do you any good. You might as well. If you're going to sit there and analyze every question and take too long and think about which is the answer I should say, it's not going to come out the way it should. There's a time limit. Um, That's why when you take a test, you know, for anything, there's a proctor there to make sure that you're doing it like you're supposed to, to make it fair. So those are going to be up here for after the service. You guys can pick them up. I'm going to lay those there. That was week one that you can pick those up. So tonight you should have got a handout. Did anyone not get a handout? It says the S personality. All right. Our ushers are coming. Thank you, Don, for doing that. If you'll just lift your hand up, keep it up till our ushers see you down here in the front. I know there's some. And then over there, you guys just give them a second to get to you. The other thing I want to tell you before I start is the test we took last week is very basic because it's free, okay? If you want to really identify, if this is something that really um, piques your interest and you're like, there's some more down here when you get timed on, um, you're like, I really want to know more about this, we, are, we also have the a full booklet um, online, this cost, well, if you order it, it costs $18, and then you can actually take a test online as well, but they're like in the $20, but it gives you lots of information. We're selling these for 15 if you want it. You don't have to have it, but it is a great tool. We still go back and look at ours time to time, and it has lots of good information, and it has all the different blends of personalities, okay? So those of you that were here last week, you know we talked about the DISC model, okay? Which is the um, we're DISC, and um, we, the first thing we talked about, and I have a PowerPoint up here, I'm going to quickly go through the basics. Why do we study this? Because God's greatest gifts are what? People and relationships with people. If you ever get things above that, you're wrong. I'm wrong. If I ever think anything is above my relationship with people, 
And that's easy to do. Uh, you know, when we're in the ministry, we do the work of the ministry, but we can't forget about the people. It's about the people. And so that's why we study, to help us understand. Second reason is by understanding ourselves. Okay, that's step one. So I can understand who God made me to be. We can maximize our strengths and we can minimize our weaknesses. But notice I didn't say you can change who you are because as much as you'd like to, you cannot change who God created you to be. If you've ever heard Joyce Meyer, she talks about um, when she was younger, she thought she should be like her neighbor because she, if you know Joyce Meyer, which you'll be able to identify her personality style when we get to it, she's very uh, brash. She says she's very direct. She says things the way it is. She's not real sweet and easygoing and peaceful. And she's, she spent some years of her life trying to change her personality and change who she was. That you're not ever going to be successful. You're only going to be frustrated if you try to do that. So we can maximize our strengths, minimize our weaknesses, but you can never change who God made you. The last reason we study is um, we'll be able to understand others better and improve our relationships. How many of y'all need some improvement? I mean, we're all there, okay? Whether that's, again, with ourself, that can be with our spouse, that can be with our children. Some of you have kids that you're like, I don't get them at all. They're totally different from what I am. Some of you have kids that are just like you. And you're going to see, oh, now I see why they're like that. Extended family. I mean, some of you growing up, there may have been issues with sisters or brothers or parents. This will help you at your workplace. Especially, you can understand your boss. That'll give you lots of you know, brownie points, if you can understand what motivates them and how to communicate with them, what their um, biggest fears are, so you don't touch that button ever, you are going to be much better as an employee. So that's why we study personality styles. Our theme scripture for this whole series is John 13, 34, and 35. It says, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, this is Jesus, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So people are going to know that we are Christ followers when we can love others. And some people are hard to love. So understanding how God made people will help us to be a better disciple because we're going to be able to love better. We're like, I understand why they act the way they do, why they think that way. So that's why we study this. There were four contributing factors to your behavioral style. Um, if you've given your life to Christ, number one, the first contributing factor is heredity or genetics. That's just how you were born. You don't choose how you were born. You don't choose who you were born to, when you were born. You're just born, and this is the way that you are. God made you this way. The second contributing factor are the role models that you had in your life up to the age of 12. I mean, it is so important, so important. And that's why parents, if you have children under the age of 12, man, those are the formative years. Their little eyes are watching. They're watching you and you are a role model to them. 
The third um, behavior, the contributing factor is your experiences after the age of eight. That's when a lot of your memories, you begin to retain them. So from the age of eight on, your experiences can shape your personality. See, I had a sister. There's four girls in my family. I'm number four. And my number three sister is very strong personality as well. And I think she kind of shaped me. Some of my experiences with her because we, we were only two years apart and we used to fight like girls do. And she was just really hard to live with. Now she loves me. And I love her. But we appreciate each other now. But I think those experiences kind of shaped who I was. Some of you are shaking your heads like maybe you had a sibling that that happened to or a mom or a dad. All right. And then the fourth contributing factor, if you've given your life to Christ, is the Holy Spirit living in us and helping us. Because one of his names is Helper. And these weaknesses that you're going to see tonight as we begin to call them out for each personality style, some of them are not real pretty. And you need help in those areas. Our staff today, Sydney, was uh, testing Pastor Jordan as he walked by her desk. And she was reading off all the weaknesses. And he's like, That's, I have all of those. But you know what? We have the Holy Spirit living in us. And he can help us to overcome anything. All right. So let's go on. The next thing, these are things to remember. People with similar styles tend to exhibit behaviors in ways common to that style. So when we talk about a D, when we talk about an I, an S, or a C, people will, do, will um, exhibit common behavioral patterns if they're an S. That doesn't mean they're going to be exactly alike, okay? But there's going to be some commonalities in how they um, exhibit these behaviors. People have different styles in different places, such as home, office, friends, church, and community. And all of you know that. When you go home at night, sometimes you're a different person. That can be good. That can be bad. When you're at work, you have to be a different person. When you come in here to church and put your church face on, okay, many of us act differently. Um, people are different, but they're predictably different, I love it when I'm talking with someone and it's really, I mean, like immediate, I can almost tell them, you're an S or you're an I. And I, I can just see that because, again, they're different, okay? Henry is different from Kendra, but when I know their personality style, they're predictably different because those behaviors are going to exhibit certain characteristics. There are no good or bad personality style. So as we go through the four, I don't want you to think, but I want to be that one. It sounds a lot more exciting. Or I don't want to be this one. None of them are good or bad. They're just different. Okay? And God made you. You can't change who God made you. And God has made you exactly the way he wanted to. And he loves you exactly the way you are. All right, so those are our ground rules. And then our last scripture we're going to look at, Psalm 139, verse 14. From the NIV says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. The New Living says, thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. The message says, body 
and soul, I am marvelously made. I worship in adoration. What a creation. If you have low self-image, man, memorize this scripture. Confess this over yourself. You are God's workmanship. He created you, and he created you wonderfully the way you are. All right, you have a pen because you're going to be writing. On your paper, you have a front and you have a back. Okay, we're going to go to this diagram. You can go ahead and put the diagram up there. So this diagram is on the back. Now tonight, last week when we tested, some of you said, well, I'm this. I had you raise your hand. And, and because it's such a basic test, it's a little harder to determine, okay? But I'm going to take the personality style that's going to be the majority of people in this room and the majority of people around the world. And that is the S personality. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. So go to the quadrant, the lower right-hand quadrant, Okay, you can see that the S personality is in the people-oriented side and they're in the passive side, okay? Those. We're going to fill in some things here one at a time, okay? The first thing, go ahead and just click as I go. 69% of all people are going to be S personalities. So this one is very important because most of the people you deal with are going to be this personality style. So 69% are going to be this stable, steady, okay, and secure. They like security. They're going to be this personality style, all right? Next. These are what they are. They are good listeners. They are team players. They are predictable. They are loyal. Sympathetic and resists change. We're going to get a little bit into this more in a minute. So they're good listeners, team players, predictable, loyal, sympathetic, and resist change. Okay, next. The other, remember how I told you these can be classified? There's different ways to classify personalities. Um, Way back at the beginning, when they gave them the, the really hard-to-pronounce names, this one would be called the phlegmatic, P-H-L-E-G-M-A-T-I-C, phlegmatic. Also, there's a way to classify them as animals. This personality style would be called the golden retriever. Everybody loves a golden retriever. All right, next. The love of the S is they love security. Okay, each personality style loves something different. The S personality style loves security. They want to feel secure. And then the last one, their greatest fear, very important, greatest fear is loss of security. So fill in your diagram to look like this, and then we're going to get into a little more specifics about the S personality. So they love security, but if they lose it, that is their greatest fear. You want to stay away from that. They're more of a passive personality, but they are a people-oriented rather than task-oriented personality. 
All right, let's go on to the next screen. Here's the strengths, okay? These are the things that we love about the S personality. And you have on the front of your paper, you can fill these in. The first one, they are a good listener. If you want a friend to listen to, find someone who's an S personality. Because they're okay with just listening to you. And some of you that have the talkative personality, you need some S friends. <laughs> Monica's smiling at me. Okay, they are a team player. They are predictable. You pretty much know what, how an S is going to respond. Their behavior is very predictable. They are loyal and faithful. They are sympathetic. They're very good at showing sympathy to people. They're calm. That's always a good thing when there's a crisis happening. Yes, personality says it'll be okay. Their voice is calm. They just bring a calm and a peace to the room. They're consistent. That's a good trait to have, consistency. They are dependable. If they say they're going to be somewhere, they're going to be there. They're stable and steady. They're patient. And they're easygoing. So this personality style is very easy to get along with. They love peace. They love harmony. They don't like to be in disunity. Okay? But notice this little note off to the side. These are great strengths. But in any strength overused, okay, you then get in the ditch of it being a weakness. Here's an example. One of these uh, traits up here, the good things, is that they're sympathetic. But how many of you know you can be a little too sympathetic and get taken advantage of? You can, uh, by family members, um, you could be taken advantage of. I mean, you could have a heart, oh, you know, there's a, a stray dog out there. That's great. But if you take in too many stray dogs, you can't feed your family, but you've got 20 dogs you're feeding, okay? So that, that strength, then you're in the ditch and it's becoming a weakness. Y'all see that? Any one of these could turn that way, all right? So those are the... The things we love about the S. Let's talk about the weaknesses now. Weaknesses of the S personality. They resist change. The S personality resists change. They can be indecisive. Sensitive. Which, again, can be a good thing, but a lot of times it's overly sensitive. Here's a big one. They can be too passive. That, you know, it'll all be okay. Then it just turns into, well, we're just not going to do anything. And you can be too passive. They lack, it, uh, S personality, uh, weakness, lacks drive. Uh, the, you know, drive to do something. They can be compromising. Compromise. If someone says, well, let's go do this. 
Even if they know it's wrong, they can be easily talked into it. Um, and non-confrontational. They don't, again, they love peace, they love harmony, so you know what? Don't, don't, don't rock the boat. So I don't want to confront anyone because I just want to be at peace with them. They're peacekeepers, not peacemakers. Okay, they can be stubborn because remember, they're very set in their ways. They like things a certain way, so they can be very stubborn. They can be very timid. Timid, where there's some fear. They don't like to step out. Unambitious. Unambitious. And unassertive. So these are weaknesses or the other word, limitations. And again, some of these may not identify the S. If you're an S, these may not be a problem for you. But these overall are the pattern of the S personality. You have some really good strengths, but you also have some very definite weaknesses. And hopefully our goal is to let the Holy Spirit help us in each of those. Okay, and we can lean to our strengths instead of leaning in and making ourselves feel bad for all of the weaknesses that we have. Okay, the Holy Spirit can help us with those. All right, so the basic tendencies of the S personality they are slower paced, they are slower paced and people oriented. Some people do the introvert, extrovert thing. This personality would be more the introverted personality. They are slow, okay? You may have a child that you have to get up earlier in the morning because they just don't move real fast. My two grandkids are the exact opposites of each other. My granddaughter is more this slow S personality. She's very methodical. She cannot process to get in a hurry too much. She has to set her alarm 30 minutes before her brother, who jumps out of the bed wide awake and goes and takes two minutes to brush his teeth, slap some gel in his hair, and throw his clothes on, and he's ready. Okay? But the S personality, they're going to be slower paced. So if you have a child that's an S personality, parents, they're not doing things just to irritate you. That it appears like that sometimes. But they are just at a slower pace. So you've got to accommodate that. Like I said, maybe they need to get up earlier in the morning. This may be you. Maybe you've got to set your alarm earlier so you're not late to work because you have that slower pace. Okay, in communication, the S personality likes a two-way conversation. So they like you to talk, but then they like to talk as well. They are your best listener. Your best listener. And they'll give you empathetic feedback. They'll say, oh, I understand. They'll empathize with you. Yes, that's so sad. What happened? And they'll, again, some personalities are like, get over it. But no, the S personality is going to be like, I understand that I'm so sorry that happened to you. But I will tell you, okay, they hold a lot of feelings inside. And what happens is they push those feelings down 
And they push those feelings down because they don't like confrontation. And they'll just listen a lot of times and they don't respond, don't think they're not thinking and they're not feeling, they're just pushing it down. The bad thing about an S is they push it down and push it down and push it down and one little thing, yes, that's exactly right, can set off a volcano in their life and the people around them are like, what happened? Why? Why? I mean, it's like this mountain out of a molehill reaction, but it's because they're not real good at expressing their feelings. They stuff them down because they don't like conflict. So again, this is something that an S personality needs to work on. All right. Greatest fear of an S loss of stability. If they lose that stability, that security, man, it gets them off. That's their button that you don't want to push. Under pressure, here's what an S personality does. They give in. The big word for that is acquiesce, but I, I took that off because I can't even pronounce it. They give in a lot of times. If people, you know, they're trying to get their way, they're just like, fine, do whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> they tolerate. A lot of times they can tolerate a lot more than other personalities. They'll just kind of put up with it. This is why a lot of times women or men stay in these bad relationships and they just tolerate it and tolerate it and tolerate it because they're that S personality. They don't like confrontation and they comply. Okay, they comply. If this is what's asked of me, okay, we'll do that. Again, this can be good or it can be bad. Okay, in decision-making, the S is very relational. They like relationships, so when you're making decisions, they'll want feedback. They'll want to talk, um, get your opinion on it. They're very relational in their decisions. And they um, have trust in others. The S trusts in others. So generally, again, they have trust they like relationships, but I will tell you, okay, in decision-making, don't expect an S personality to step up and say, I'll be the leader of this team. I'll be the one that will make the decisions. An S personality, they're the ones, they're just going to sit back usually till someone asks them. And when someone asks them, they'll say, yeah, I'll help, I'll do that. I don't mind doing that. And they can be a great leader because they're very relational with people. But they're, they don't have that drive in them to, you know how some people are like, you make a decision or I'll make it for you. The S personality is not going to do that. So the S is in your life. Think about it. Just ask them if you need something from them because that's what they, they'll do it. Okay. Yeah, their greatest need, we've talked about this multiple times, stability. They need to know everything's going to be okay. Time to adjust to changes and sincere appreciation. Stability, time to adjust to changes and sincere appreciation. If you have an S personality child, if they, hear mom, if they hear mom and daddy arguing, having problems, what do you think that does to an S personality child? You're touching on their greatest fear, that loss 
of stability, loss of security. And I'm not judging anyone in here. I'm not accusing anyone. I'm just telling you the reality of that child's life when that, that's their biggest need and they don't sense that in the home they're in. Okay, so just think about that if you have an S-personality child. Notice the second one, time to adjust to changes. So if you're one, and again, some personality styles, you can change really fast. You're like, yep, let's get on to the next thing. You're going to leave your S-personality spouse or friend or child way behind here when you do it too fast. In fact, if you really, if you irritate them and make them mad, you know what an S-personality will do? They'll just dig their heels in to slow the process down for you. Be like, nope, you're not going to drag me that fast into something. Because remember, they can be very stubborn. So give them time. If there's changes that are coming, talk them through it. Tell them, give them time. And this is going to be even more important when we talk about the C personality that needs a lot of information. But an S, just give them time. And they usually come around to it. Okay? They're good at that. And sincere appreciation. Just express, man, thanks. Thanks for putting gas in my car. Thanks for checking the tire pressure when my light came on today. It's just simple things. It doesn't have to be big, you know, some personalities, they like the big, you know, send me flowers, do this. The S is just like, just see what I do and just tell me thanks. It's pretty easy for an S. The S, this is really good to know. The recharges. You know how an S recharges? They build their battery back up? Nothing time. Nothing. Did you get that? Nothing time. So if you're a real talkative one and you're looking at your spouse, you're like, what are you thinking about? And they say, nothing. They really are. It's just nothing. Or you're one that, you know, let's sit down and watch a movie. And they, I mean, you're like, I have the laundry I'm folding, and then I'm doing homework, and I'm on Facebook, and I'm doing this, and I'm cutting up apples, and I'm doing this. And the S personality, they sit, and they're watching the movie. Because again, nothing time. That's, they recharge that way. If you're another personality style, don't judge them for ha- for. Doing nothing time. Because again, if you look at it, if you look at a battery, again, when it's recharging, like your phone, when you plug your phone in, it's recharging. It's having that rest time, that recharging time, building itself back up so that then they can go again. And so if they're going, going, going and having to do, 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 are they going to be recharged? They're not. And they're probably not going to be very fun to be around. So you've got to give them, if you have an S personality in your home, give them that time. Now, I'm not saying all day long, okay? It's just like your phone. There's that time it needs to recharge, then get it off the charger. Don't be lazy. That would be overusing that strength or that way that God made you. Okay, key scriptures for the S personality. We're almost done here. Here's some key scriptures for you. Romans 15, 13. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is really good. The S personality, again, 
They need hope in their life. They have joy. And this is just a great, nice scripture that kind of describes the S. Ephesians 3.12 is kind of a motivational scripture. It says, because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. Because that is a thing that the S personality, they're usually not real bold and confident about things. And so this is something to work on. You can confess this over your life. And then the last one, Acts 4.31, it says, And when they had prayed, the place where they were meeting together was shaken, a sign of God's presence. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness and courage. The Holy Spirit will help S personalities to step out and be who God has called them to be. That they don't have to be timid. They don't have to be passive and shrink back. But you can walk in the destiny that God has called you to walk in when you're filled with his spirit. Then the last thing, personal growth areas. You may have to, there's quite a few of these, all right? This will help you. This is where you you make some decisions. Yes, Lord, I need to grow in this. Number one, be more open to change. Change is not a bad thing. So be more open to change. The second one, be more direct in your interactions. Be more direct in your interactions. Especially with people that are not S personalities. If you're dealing with a D or a C, you're going to find out you need to give them the exact information When you talk in generalities, it drives them crazy. So try to be more direct in your interactions. Three, focus on overall goals of the team. Focus on overall goals of the team rather than specific procedures. Focus on overall goals of the team rather than specific procedures. In other words, don't get bogged down in just one part of something. Look at the whole big picture of what is the team trying to accomplish. The team may be your family. Okay, so look at what everyone in the family needs. And God can help you do that. The fourth one, deal with confrontation constructively. Deal with confrontation constructively. Don't take it so personal. Okay? If... If there needs to be confrontation, it's a good thing. It can be very good because we can grow through this. In a marriage, you need to. You've got to figure each other out and, and you talk about things. And it's not like you go in with your finger waving and you did this. But when, be open to sit down and talk about things and say, you know, I need this in my life. And then take it in and say, okay, I can make some changes. The next one, develop more flexibility. Develop more flexibility because the S personality is very set in their ways and they don't like change. So it's, see this aisle? Imagine it. This is a rut. You know how a rut forms? Think about when we had the big snowstorm. If you had a dirt road, man, a rut formed where someone drives over and over and over. And you know a rut, if you keep going in that rut, 
becomes a grave, okay? Because you can't ever change and you can't ever do things different. And there are people that need you to change, okay? So don't get in a rut and think, I can't change. Be flexible. Increase pace to accomplish goals. Increase pace to accomplish goals. Speed up a little bit. Especially, again, depending on the team you're on, the family you're in, the spouse you have, okay? You want to run the same race. Don't be left behind because you're so slow, okay? And you won't increase. Now, what happens in a marriage is you balance each other out, okay? The S personality will probably have to come up in their pace. If they're a D or an I personality, they're probably going to need to come down and slow down a little bit, all right? And then you even your pace out, and you run the race together. The next one, show more initiative. This would be a big one. If you're an S at work, show more initiative. At home, you want to please your spouse, show more initiative. Let me give the kids the bath tonight. Let me mow the lawn this weekend. Let me take on this job at work. Okay, show more initiative. And the last one, work at expressing your thoughts, opinions, and feelings. Work at expressing your thoughts, opinions, and feelings. Notice that word there was work. (laughs) Because to an S, it may feel excruciating. To express any kind of feeling because you are a stuffer. You stuff them down. We don't want to talk about those things. But again, what's going to happen if you don't express them? Remember the volcano syndrome? At some point, you will explode if you keep suppressing those thoughts and feelings. So here's a question for you. After you learned about the S personality... And you saw this, how many of you would identify yourself, this is probably my primary personality style. I want you to stand up, because we're going to pray for you. (laughs) I'm going to pray for all of you. This should be the majority of the people in here. Yes. Now, I will introduce you to my S personality husband, who he wants to talk now. If you'll go back to what she said, 69% of society is an S. So just think in this, this sense right here, seven out of every ten people you come in contact with is an S. So I would tell you, even if you're not an S, you better figure out about S's. Because if you don't, you're not going to get anywhere with them. Yes. Okay? And so it really helps me to, not just because I have some, I have a bunch more in me. But when I'm at home, I'm an S. So there yes. you go. Thank you for listening today. For more information, please visit faithchurchlubbock.com.